Peace, y'all. So this, once again, is Pauly Rhyme. So the way we are going to do these conversations, as I always say, if you look at any of my social media or any of where I sell my items and projects and whatnot, always intro it as an artist, an educator, and a parent, specifically a father, right? So that's how I identify. And so I want to do these conversations in that way, kind of three-prong. And so I'm going to just break it up into segments. Uh, so you will see a couple different videos. You'll see probably one big video. We'll see how it goes. I'm just going to play this one by ear. Uh, I have to say that doing content is really different than making songs or writing or what have you. So I'm just going to jump right into it. I've done interviews and obviously I perform and teach, which is kind of a performance sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, so this is gonna be new. So we're just gonna let it evolve. I think it's best to just jump in and actually just start recording. So I see the way a lot of people start, a lot of people that I watch and some people start off very professional. They go through this whole thing, but I'm just going to press record on the phone and let it go. I do have some notes, so I'm gonna be checking my notes. And yeah, leave some comments, DM me some questions. Let's keep the conversation going. And I'll post snippets to my social media, primarily IG and TikTok and Facebook and you know all those places that people tend to give me some feedback and comment. And if there's other places you think I should be at, just holler at me. Uh, so starting off first, just talking about it as an artist, uh, I've been performing in Japan since I've been here. So primarily nine years. Before that, I came on tour in Japan with the homie Dwayne. We did a tour and then we did some other shows. So I was able to make some connections and actually made some connections via MySpace back in the day. And so I do have experience in that way, being an artist in the Bay Area, being an artist in Cleveland, and then connecting with people in Japan prior to moving to Japan. So moving to Japan, I just connected with those people and I was able to do shows and tour and then use that. So if, and I'm coming off the top, if there's any advice I would say first establish yourself as an artist where you're at, use social media, start making those connections where you want to be. Uh, and then that way, if you do decide to move there and you get there, you always have some things already, some seeds planted. In addition, of course, my wife is Japanese, so I was able to have assistance and help. So a good network you know, a good team to allow you to do things that you want to do. If you want to be an artist and you are an artist and you want to get into Japan, um, I've seen people do it a couple of different ways. I think, you know, victory is preparation. So the more you prepare to do the things that you want to do that. So today, primarily, I want to talk about having a band in Japan and Hopefully, at some point, 
I can talk to some more people. There are a couple artists that I know. There's a jazz musician, Osaka. I don't want to mess up his name, but it slips me if I can go through my social media and shout him out. Uh, he plays saxophone. Uh, their second lady. Um, so, and that's some homies who uh, have, uh, I don't know, it's a punk band, it's a rock band, power pop, it, it, they, they do some things. It's a, it's a dope band. And Osaka, and obviously those are bigger bands. I know some kids who are born and raised here who are mixed, who have bands as well. My band is basically an extension of my solo career. So it's a little bit set up differently. And so talking a little bit about that. And so the history of that is that I was in a band in Ohio called Finless Brown. Shout out to people who still listen to Finless Brown because Finless Brown. So me and Moto, which is also my wife, were in a band called Finless Brown. We had promoted the band. Um, their front people had decided they wanted to do other things. So then we kind of jumped in with that band. We rocked with that band for a long time. That band moved from Cleveland to the Bay Area. And then it changed form a couple of times. And then finally, it kind of ran its course. And so from Finless Brown, we then kind of combined with another band that was Mixed Messengers. And then we formed Miles Outside. And then Maya was born, so I took a kind of a hiatus. And then I formed another band called Soul Organics with the homies before I moved to Japan. So always love rocking with live instruments. I've had a chance to do some other live things like with No Mac and whatnot. So this time when I met some homies at an open mic, Harutaka and Mickey and Oda and Kaji, um, as well as other people we've met. They had a band called The Ultimates, met with them. And then me and Harutaka started to really think about, okay, what does Paulie Rhyme look like with the band? He had done hip hop when he was younger. Obviously he lived also too in New York, which you will find out too, like if you stay long enough in Japan, you will start meeting people who have lived overseas or traveled. And I don't speak that much Japanese, Arutaka is fluent, he's bilingual, so I've been able to also meet more bilingual people by doing music, which is also pretty dope. Anyway, fast forward, we did a show before COVID. It was fun at the Lion Theater, and then once everything kind of settled through a homie, um, Ken Chan, via Moto, who was a long time from the Moto, we started doing the BL Cafe, started doing the open mic, met some more homies, and then... Um, I had worked with Zandra and her band, Leslie and Adam. And from that relationship, I was rocking at Katie Hapon, which is a spot in Nagoya. So I decided to do another show there and had a good relationship with them. Still got a good relationship with them. Um, actually rocking there tomorrow <laughs> with the homies. So yeah, it's not impossible if you want to rock you just got to put some work in. My success was going through open mics. So yeah, definitely check out the open mics. Definitely try to meet people, performing. People like you, you like them. You try to make some things happen. Um, and then I think like, if you are like me, I got a catalog. I want to do things. Then you reach out to people and say, hey, let's do a show. You organize a show. 
and then you go from there. Now, if you want to start a band, that's a whole nother thing. And I will leave that to people in the comments to talk about how they started bands or, you know, make a video, whatever you want to do. My band is obviously Pauly Ram Quartet. I organized that band with Harutaka, who's my drummer. And then we reach out to other musicians based on the shows. So that we practice a couple of times before the show, like this time we've practiced twice. Uh, typically we have vocalists too. So then we organize that through line and it's been pretty dope. Um, we had, you know, the one last show a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, and then we got the show coming up. And then next year we're gonna be planning some shows. And that way you are in the live music scene. And I'm still learning. So I will probably have another video and some more things to talk about. Uh, the one thing that I do want to say is make sure that you are prepared to, you know, compensate the musicians and put yourself in a position where you're, you know, not losing your shirt. Uh, I think that's important. Now, if you're starting a band, like we started, you know, a band when I was in California and even in Ohio, and we all kind of just started from zero. And so that's a way to do it. And I think that's also a good way to do it. Obviously, you know, I'm not a spring chicken. You know, I'm up there and I'm trying to get myself in the scene, do shows, legitimate shows with bands um, in legitimate venues. And so I chose to work with working musicians. And so that's a different thing. And so I've had success with that. I understand the risk and investment in that and so i'm going forward with that and i think that's also something that people should think about if you're not willing to do a lot of that um, old school leg work or fine but you might be lucky you might find people um who are willing to start from scratch and invest in that with you so i wouldn't give up on that but there are um healthy scenes whether that's jazz or gospel or rock and there are people who are playing in multiple bands and are willing to get out here with you and rock. So you don't have to wait. And I do think once you start to establish yourself locally or regionally, you can have some success doing that. And so I still think, I take it as, you know, obviously I have a catalog, I'm doing these things, but Anytime that I take a long extended period off, I'm coming in as a new artist. I'm grinding it out. I don't try to have a big ego about things. And I try to take the right opportunities. So rocking with the right bands, meeting new bands, putting together better shows, going to the open mics when I can, and then building from that. So yeah, so that's that's those are my suggestions. That's kind of that story in terms of the band. Um, I'm going to take some, I'll probably do some vlogs, do some footage of this next show, let y'all see how it is, um, whether it be sound check or just kind of seeing what things are. I do post some things to my social media, so make sure you check that out. Uh, obviously, you know, like and subscribe. If you dig the video, leave me some questions about being an artist in Japan um, or in Asia, because I do have some experience, which I'll talk about in some other episodes. But yeah, this is the first one. Like I said, we also are going to have an educator segment and a parent segment. So stay tuned for those. And I appreciate y'all, man. 
you know, look look forward to the next one. Once again, it's Paulie Rom. Peace.